Welcome back, everyone. This is the fourth episode of the Loud Hounds Sports Podcast. I'm Bobby McInnes, back with Tom Spallone. How's it going, Tom? I'm excited. Um, week four, this podcast is running very smoothly. Um, got a Yankee game to look forward to in a few hours. Um, game three, I'm, I'm, I'm excited all around. Yeah, me too. And, you know, I was a little upset this morning, I'm not going to lie. My fantasy team, they took their first loss. But then I got an email later on saying that we are officially on Apple Podcasts, and I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, t- to hear that news is just kind of insane. That, that's going to give us a lot of exposure. I can't wait to see uh, how many viewers we can get off of that. And, yeah, that's obviously great news. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Um, big week for me. I mean, I was very happy this weekend. The New York Jets got their first win, and I'm I'm happy, dude. Uh, Sam Darnold came back from mono, and he looks better than he was when he was healthy originally. So, like I said, I couldn't be more excited right now as a Jet fan. Yeah, Jets fans uh, this weekend got a big surprise knocking off Dallas, who a lot of teams didn't, didn't give them really a shot coming into that game. I think they were seven-point underdogs at home. And, um... Yeah, that, that fan base at MetLife was pretty pretty loud on uh, Sunday. They were giving Dallas some trouble. Jets defense looked pretty good up until fourth quarter where they made a few few flags that were all, could have gone both ways. But um, they, they played a great game all around. They, they led the whole way. So they showed Dallas that, the, that they can compete. Um, and I don't know, maybe the Jets could, could go on a little bit of a run here. I know we were talking about that, but you got New England coming up. So that's obviously a tough matchup. But you see that their schedule does get favorable uh, in a few weeks. And there's like a seven, I think you said there was a seven-game stretch where they could make a, go on a good run. Yeah, Tom, uh, I know you laugh at me when I say it, <laughs> but I'm like, there is a possibility for the Jets to go on a run here. And, I mean, it's going to be very hard to win seven in a row. But when you look at the schedule after New England, they are at Jacksonville. Could be tough, um, but Gardner Minshew really hasn't looked like he did in the first couple of weeks when everybody, you know, uh, Minshew mania, Minshew <laughs> magic. Um, and then after that game, the Jets will travel to Miami, which is definitely a winnable game. Then they'll play the Giants, which I know you're a Giants fan, so you probably won't give the Jets a win on that one, but <laughs> definitely a winnable game yeah, in the Jets' eyes. And then they go at Washington Redskins who currently only have one win on the season as well, and their only win being against Miami Dolphins. Uh, And then they will host the Raiders, travel to Cincinnati, and host the Miami Dolphins. That's seven games in a row where the Jets actually might be favorites in Vegas' eyes as well. Yeah, most of those games, they should definitely be favorites. Um, Yeah, I definitely think they can go on, on a little bit of a run there. Uh, they're getting C.J. Mosley back probably next week against New England, I'm assuming. And um, if Sam Darnold can play the way he did against uh, Dallas's defense, who's a pretty solid team, uh, I definitely think they can put a dent in that schedule. Uh, Chris Herndon, I think they're going to be getting back too. Coming, I think he uh, strained his hamstring. Is that what happened? Yeah, well, Chris Herndon was originally suspended, but then he did tweak his hamstring during, while he was running routes before he came back. And um, definitely a tough blow for the Jets. That's one of Sam's security blankets. However, him coming back soon, like you said, Mosley coming back, huge for the defense. You, you saw how big he was against the Bills, shutting them out, and then when he went down, the Jets let up 17 unanswered points to ultimately lose the first game of the season. So you see that C.J. Mosley is the glue of that defense, and him coming back would be huge, especially if he can make it back this Monday night against the Patriots. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely think they can go on a little bit of a run. The only thing I would say is maybe give Bell a f- – get him more involved in the run game because I do only believe he got like 14 rushes, which isn't bad, but like a guy like Le'Veon Bell should, you want to be getting around 20 touches a game for the guy, but he did get, I'm pretty sure he got a few catches. He did get a TD. So all around Jets spread the wealth against Dallas and they get a huge win 
proven uh, everyone wrong, really. And I don't know if if you can say you obviously got to give the Jets credit for the win, but then you got to look at the other side and say, look at Dallas and how bad they've they've came out these last three weeks. And they've almost become a mocker of the NFL in these last three weeks. Uh, first three games, everyone's saying, oh, my gosh, Dallas, Super Bowl contenders, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, the first three weeks you played the Giants, who who struggled the first few weeks, especially Eli Manning at quarterback. They, they had nothing going for them. You played the Washington Redskins, who are, are a god-awful football team. And you played the Miami Dolphins, who is by far the worst football team that I've ever seen <laughs> and will finish most likely 0-16. So the fact that you could say that they're Super Bowl contenders after going 3-0 really was not a smart idea for Dallas fans and everyone in the league to be saying because now you come back out in these last three games against New Orleans, you play Teddy Bridgewater, who has looked pretty good, but you do nothing against them and you lose your first game of the season. And then they lost the next week. I'm not sure who they played. But then they come out to MetLife as favorites on the road and they and they look terrible. So, I mean, Dallas right now is really struggling. Um, you have to look into soon firing Jason Garrett because he's not a great coach whatsoever. Yeah. And Jerry Jones can keep sitting here acting pretty, uh, acting like they have a chance every year. But, I mean, to win a division in the NFC East, which is very bad right now, if you look at the, the top dog right now is Dallas and Philly, who are both 3-3. Three and three. And you can sit here and say, oh, we're going to win the NFC East, and they get bounced in the first or second round of the playoffs every year. I mean, what are you doing here? I mean – all right, so their third loss was to the Packers, which, you know, the Packers... Are, That's they, tough game. They have one loss. They look good. They got bailed out last night against uh, the oh, Lions. Oh, we can get into that if you yeah, want. And, um, but, however, keeping it with the Dallas Cowboys, this uh, upcoming week on Sunday Night Football, they have to go against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, a tough matchup. The Eagles will travel to them. They have the home game. However, that's going to be tough. And then next week they go on bye. If they lose that game and they're 3-4 and four at the bye week... Tom, I don't know if this team's making playoffs. I know. It's, t- it's, it's tough to tight, say that. It's a tight NFC. It's going to be tight NFC wild card race. And I think if Philadelphia beats the Cowboys, I, I, Eagles will be my front runners to win the division. Yes, but yeah, you're as you said, you're almost you almost want to obviously you always want to win your division, but usually a wild card is supposed to be a safer option for the team that can't win the division. But this year in the NFC, it's looking like the division is a safer option to make the playoffs in the wild card, because if you look at the NFC West, you have the Seattle Seahawks who I believe are five and one right now, the 49ers who are five and zero, oh, and you have the Rams who are three and three but are very capable of going on a run. Those three teams are stacked, and. I think two of those teams could get a You could see three teams in the playoffs from one division, the NFC West. Two is a wild card and one winning the division, obviously. Well, Tom, you only mentioned the NFC West. Look at the North. The yeah, Packers, the North is 5-1. Da- Vikings, 4-2. Mm-hmm. Bears right there, 3-2. and two. And the Lions, 2-2-1. Two, two and, and quite and honestly, they, they, the they should be 3-1-1 after last night's game. But, you know, um, looking at the NFC South, Saints will probably win the division. They're 5-1 and one right now. But right behind them, Carolina Panthers, 4-2. and two. And Kyle Allen looks pretty good uh, under center. Yeah, you can you can almost make the argument that you're going to have to go 11-5 and five this year to make a wild card, which is going to be extremely tough. I believe the Cardinals missed the playoffs at 11-5 one year. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. But I think uh, a lot of people going into the season were thinking that the AFC wild card spots were going to be tougher to get to the NFC because everyone thought, oh, Chargers are going to be good. Obviously, they're going to probably have to get a wild card with the Chiefs in the division. But Chargers have looked awful. These past few weeks couldn't beat a third-string quarterback on Sunday Night Football. Come on, down twenty-four nothing at half. What are you What are you doing? Yeah, dude, and I I I had high hopes for the Chargers. You know, Melvin Gordon did sit out, but Eckler's looked amazing. So it's not it's not the running back is not the issue. No, Philip Rivers, veteran quarterback. I thought that he would be much better than how he's been playing. 
Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Um, you know, Hunter Henry was coming back. And the defense looks pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to lie. They, they On paper, they look good. But then Derwin James injury, Melvin Ingram injury. And Those you are know two what? top guys. All of a sudden, just like that, this Charger team went from a playoff hopefuls to, you know, two and four. Yeah, you, four team at the bottom of their division. Yeah, I think right now you got to put Rivers on the on the on the hot seat for that team because he's he's the one to blame right now. He hasn't he's played back to back rough games. Uh, home against Denver, he looked bad. Home against Pittsburgh, I know Pittsburgh's D has been playing pretty well, but didn't look good. I think he's the one to <coughs> blame right now for uh, Los Angeles. But yeah, another AFC team. You were we were talking about play a uh, wild card, maybe Baltimore and Cleveland that race, but. Both those teams have looked mediocre, so it seems it seems like the AFC wild card right now is you might have you could get in at nine and seven, so that's why as you as you saying a Jet fan, you're thinking oh um, if we can go on a run maybe we can make it, which is uh, reasonable. You could make the case because in the AFC right now there's not a lot of teams that are doing great. Well, yeah, you look at the AFC first. Uh, if the season were to end today, I mean obviously we're not even halfway through, but the Bills right now hold the first wild card at four and one, and then there's a. You know, a couple teams in the in the hunt with the Raiders at three and two, Colts three and two for the second wild card. Mm-hmm. Then from there, it's you know there's a handful of two and four teams, and the Jets are one and four, and you know they do have four losses. They're playing with a third string quarterback, but then now with Sam Darnold back, you see the difference that he makes. I mean, this the Jets team is five hundred one and one with Sam Darnold under the under the center, and they're a totally different ball club. And C.J. Mosley's coming back. Herndon's coming back at the right time. And you know what? The Jets team definitely, they do have a chance to do something. Um, you know, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very tough to win that many in a row. But, you know, we'll see. Um, I'll give you, we'll, we'll see. This New England, yeah, Monday night, New England Monday night is going to be a big matchup, win or loss, just to see, you know, how good this Jets team really is. Yeah, definitely. And by, you can make the case right now by far the the – most consistent team in the AFC so far has been easily the New England Patriots. Um, every team in the AFC has has, has struggled at times this year. Um, NFC, there's there's a lot more weapons. You see uh, the Seahawks kind of emerging. And then everyone was counting New Orleans out after Breeze um, hurt his thumb. But Bridgewater's really stepped in there, and he hasn't lost a game yet. So Saints and Seahawks right now are my uh, two top dogs. And you got to look at the 49ers. I mean, I don't know if they're legit yet, but... To go into Los Angeles and win a football game, and their defense just looks—they won looks by amazing. a few scores too. That game was not close. No, they held the Rams to, I believe, seven points. Their defense has been much more impressive than I thought it would be. Yeah, um, and you know, keeping it, let's go back AFC West. You know, we talked about the Chargers and how they look kind of slow to start here with the two and four start. Talk about the Chiefs dropping two at home. Yes, That's very unlike Patrick Mahomes. Very. Um, Is it the ankle? Is that is that the blame here? I mean, he's not Mahomes. He's been missing some of his throws, yes, but he only has one interception, and his I believe he has six touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, last week home against the Colts, everyone was like, "Oh, all right, Colts. They've been playing pretty well, but come on, this is the Chiefs. They're home. This, they got this game easy." Colts came out there, they ran the ball down the Chiefs' throats, killed time of possession away from the Chiefs. Uh, Brissett looked pretty good. Marlon Mack looked great. And this, I'm going to be honest, I don't think this Chiefs offense is the issue. The Ch- this Chiefs defense that we've seen the last two weeks has been horrific. Horrific. You saw last week against Houston uh, this past Sunday. They couldn't stop Carlos Hyde on the ground. Deshaun Watson's picking apart that secondary. Um, 
I'm sorry, the Chiefs' offense has great weapons. They're not to blame right now. This is the Chiefs' defense that needs to step up and at least be mediocre to have your team easily win that division. If your defense is just mediocre, that's all you got to be, not awful. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, the Chiefs' defense giving up 31 points to the Texans' offense. Um, that's very horrific, like you said. But you go back a game before that, the final score of the Colts game was 19-13. And, I mean, I, I, the Chiefs' offense needs to be getting more than th- uh, two scores. That's in order true. to win that game. So that one, you could say it's a little bit on bowls, you know, giving up 19 points. But, you know, if I'm the Chiefs, if my defense is only giving up 19 points, I'm happy with that. Oh, yeah, they're not the best. They're not the best defense in the league, but you have one of the most high-powered offenses in the league. You need to be putting up more than 13 points. That's true. Yeah, we've seen a little inconsistency on the ground game with them this year. Everyone thought Damian Williams was going to be a big weapon for them, but he got banged up a little bit, and then you got the, the backup, Darrell Williams, who's get, getting some action. But I think McCoy's been the main guy, I'm pretty sure, so far this year for them. And he's been, pre- he's been pretty good, but they don't have a big uh, ground game. I don't know if that's hurting them, but Mahomes, as you said, did get clipped on that ankle against the Colts, and he came up shaking a little bit. And um, he has looked a little immobile, I'm going to have to say, the past few weeks the, uh, against the Colts to finish that game. He was definitely got taken out, I think, for a series. And then this past week against Houston, he was more in the pocket, which is um, Mahomes' game, but he's usually able to be elusive and get outside the pocket too. But I didn't see that a lot from him, so maybe that is bothering him a little bit. I don't know. I'm, I am a little concerned, though, with this Chiefs team. Yeah, me too. They're uh, Look, they're, I still believe that they're going to win the division, but now we're talking about a team like – do they even stand a chance against the Patriots in the playoffs? Or Exactly. Everyone's saying, oh, who's going to beat New England in the AFC? Your first answer is obviously the Kansas City Chiefs, especially last year's AFC Championship game. They had that game. Uh, it was a great game, but they had it in hand if D4 didn't go off sides. They definitely could have won that game at home. Um, but you know you're going up against Brady. You can't make those, those kind of mistakes. But if we're thinking a team to beat them in the AFC, I got I to gotta stick with, with the Chiefs right now. But if they're playing like this, Brady's, Brady's just going to walk right through that defense. I know. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, you got the Raiders right there one game behind. Do I think that the that the Raiders are, you know, even close to the Chiefs? No. no. But if the Chiefs keep playing like this and the Raiders keep, you know, playing good and, and you know, Gruden, they, they have Josh Jacobs, rookie running back, who looks very good this season. I've been very impressed so far. He's on my fantasy team. I missed him on a bye week last week, but he's back this week. Hopefully he can uh, – Help me bounce back from my first loss. But, you know, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, Oakland has been very under the radar this year. Um, their defense has been pretty good. And the, the run game with Jacobs, everyone was uh, hyping him up from Alabama. And he's he's proven to be pretty good so far this year. And Derek Carr has limited the turnovers uh, this season. And for them to be sitting only one back at Kansas City is pretty good. Tom. Who is your team that you believe is going to come out of the NFC North? Uh, you know, you got the Packers five and one, Vikings four and two, Bears three and two, and the Lions right behind them two two and one. I mean, this is a very close race. The Packers do look like the best team. I mean, yeah, best team pretty much by far, I would say. But the Vikings have been very inconsistent, um, but yet have a winning record. The Chicago Bears do not have the offense to win as many games as they should, but their defense keeps them in there. And then the Lions this year have been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, uh, excuse me if I forgot to add them in earlier, but I forgot to say the Green Bay Packers are definitely up there with the Saints and Seahawks right now, uh, top dogs in the NFC. But yeah, if, if we're going to make an uh, NFC North winner prediction, I'm obviously going to go with the Packers right now. Um, it's just when you see Rodgers, they weren't in that game at all last night. They were down by two possessions for most of that game. The Lions 
got out to a hot start. Stafford hit a few deep balls to um, Galladay. They got Kerryon Johnson involved. And um, you're sitting here thinking, oh, Packers are down 10 with uh, how much time was left? Like six minutes? They're like, but this is Aaron Rodgers. This is, you, you know that they're going to come back. You, you just saw it coming. And then they cut it to, um, I believe they cut it to six or something like that. And then they, they got closer, they got closer. And then Rodgers is just a game manager. You, you got to trust him when the ball's in his hands. He's like Brady. Um, I just knew, I knew that was a game that Green Bay was going to win. Um, but if, if the refs don't, don't bail them out, they don't. Um, Lions got called for two illegal use of the hands calls that were not illegal use of the hands calls. They were right to the uh, shoulder pad. They weren't near the face mask. So I didn't agree with that. I thought the Lions should have won that game last night. But when you get into the red zone and kick five field goals instead of getting in for six on the road, you can't expect to win that game. So even the Lions did put up a fight. They couldn't execute when needed to and uh, give it up for Rodgers playing two weeks in a row without Devontae Adams and getting a win in Dallas and then getting a win against a Detroit team who's looked pretty good. Um, but if I'm making my prediction, I'm going Packers division and I'm going to go Vikings wild card. I don't think Lions uh, or Bears make it. I mean, Vikings wild card, that's definitely a possibility, but they're going to be in competition with the Panthers, Seahawks, Rams, um, even Cowboys. I know I mentioned earlier that if they keep playing like this, they might not make it. But yet they have the talent to easily win nine or ten games this season. De- definitely. You look at their defense. Their defense is stacked. You got Xavier Rhodes, Everson Griffin, Harrison Smith, uh, Kendricks. You got you got a stacked defense. You have the weapons on offense in Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, Dalvin Cook. It really I just, all I just don't relies on in, Cousins. I just don't believe in Kirk Cousins, and that's, that's what it comes down thing. to. And what week is Dalvin Cook going to get injured? That's true. He has, been, he has proven to be injury-prone so far in this league. Hopefully he can stay healthy for them. But imagine if they had a quarterback like above the caliber of Cousins. They'd be easily a 10, 11, maybe 12-win team. Could but have been a possibility if they didn't sign him to a fully guaranteed deal. You're stuck with the guy now. I mean, he, ha- he did look good um, two weeks ago against the Giants, but it's the Giant defense. Um, he did look good against Philly last week, but he's a, he's just an inconsistent quarterback, and, and I don't know how, how you can rely on that week in and week out. All right, so now you're the GM of the Minnesota Vikings. Your team is 4-2. Stephon Diggs just went off for the first time. Are you shutting down those trade rumors, or are you keeping them on the market? Oh, definitely. Sh- I, did he not already shut down the trade rumors? I mean, they say that they've been shutting them down, just like how the Jets say, you know, we're not looking to trade Leonard Williams, but yet he's another player who's probably on the open market. Um, even talks about Cam Newton maybe being traded. Um, G- uh, the front offices never say that, you know, the player's really available, especially when they're star players like this. Yeah, um, oh, def- definitely no need to trade this guy. Um, he's a star player. He was a star player at Maryland. He's a star player now in the Vikings. I know you got Adam Thielen who's in there who's – getting targeted a little more right now. I know it's a little frustrating for Diggs, but he has to stay focused, stay within the system, be be patient. Your time will come. It just came this past Sunday. Um, you have to rely on a guy like that. You know, okay, he came off to a rough start, a little bouncy. Um, he didn't get along with his quarterback. He didn't feel like he was getting targeted enough. And then you just saw this past Sunday, he put up, I believe it was two touchdowns for a ridiculous amount of yardage. So you got to stick with your team. There's no need to be traded. This is, this is a team that can definitely make a run. Um... In the playoffs, if they get in as a wild card team, it's just, in my eyes, it's going to be all on Kirk Cousins. Like you said, he's a playmaker, and they're going to need him if they want any sort of chance at winning future games. They do need to get him involved in the offense more, though. Um, you can't be having that lack of chemistry. You know, you saw, um, oh, in the interview when they were like, Stefan Diggs, do you want to stay in Minnesota? And he's like, yeah, I want to stay here. But then he winked at the camera. So you, you really don't need that. Yeah. you got to get this guy involved in the offense and because he's a playmaker, and you just saw it in the last game. 
Um, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see, though. Playoffs, we're going to keep debating this probably throughout the whole season, um, giving our updates and predictions. And I'm, I'm really excited to see how some of these close divisions shake out. Yeah, and being a Giant fan, I'm excited for um, Jones back home against uh, Arizona. Very winnable game, but Arizona has looked pretty good these uh, past few weeks. They just came off a win against the Atlanta Falcons. Kyler Murray went 27 of 37, 300-plus passing yards. He's he's looked good. He's kind of fl- flown under the radar so far. He's not really being mentioned much, but um, he's thrown the ball well. And the Giants need to get back on track after losing back-to-back weeks against Minnesota and uh, New England. Yeah, and the Cardinals are hot right now. They come in with a slightly better record than the Giants because of that tie. The tie against Detroit. 2-3-1 um, yeah. and one versus a 2-4 and four team. So we're going to have to see. I mean, dude, if I'm the Giants and, and we don't come out and win this Cardinals game, it's not looking good for... Uh, for the rest of the season. Not at all. And you're getting Saquon Barkley back. Um, not sure Engram and Shepard's status, but if you get both those guys back, you're fully healthy. Well, I believe Shepard, um, his status changed to questionable today. Uh, obviously, I don't believe he's practicing Wednesday, but it's all about that Friday practice, and we'll see. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see Barkley with uh, Daniel Jones because he only really played one quarter with him in that Tampa Bay game before going down with that uh, ankle injury. So... Should be a good one. I mean, the Giants are one game back, dude. If they fall, if they fall to the Arizona Cardinals, I would shut down all all uh, playoff hope. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but if yeah, you can't beat the Cardinals. Then there's not many other teams that you're gonna be able to beat, especially exactly. with two games remaining against the Eagles and one against the Cowboys. There's no shot. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, if you do win, then you got to start. You can. You can get your eyes a little bigger looking at that division because you're sitting here saying, oh my gosh, Philly and Dallas, we're supposed to run away with the division. Especially with the inconsistency of both Dallas and Philadelphia. Yeah, both those teams should be at least 4-2, maybe even 5-1. All right, I like that you mentioned uh, uh, Daniel Jones, and I do want to debate Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold, but I believe that's going to have to wait until next week. And I'm, you know, we're going to, that might be a, a heated discussion. That might take a whole episode. <laughs> Definitely will. <laughs> All right. So that just about does it for us today. I'm Bobby McGinnis along with Tom Spallone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>